mic testing one two one two hi guys welcome back to let's talk with moyo my name is moyo sorolua awudola and today oh i'm so excited because like this is really impromptu so backstory I was on a chat with my friend that I'm about to introduce now, one of my most beloved people in this world. So she was just asking about my day. And then before we knew it, we got into a full-blown conversation that she said she suggested strongly that we should record into a podcast. So guys, you make welcome with me, the love of my life. <laughs> ah. Okay, so my twin literally bears the same name with me uh-huh. i've loved that since like how many years ago i don't know and the 400 level medical students in poland we've been separated for like almost five or six years now but then the love is waxing stronger and stronger glory hallelujah okay so make welcome with me moya sore Odwala. yay <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here, my love. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm honored. Long awaited. We've been waiting for you. Thank God for technology. I Praise know, God. Right? People of God, Definitely. a lot has happened. And I don't know why I used to keep gist from me people, but a lot has happened. So uh, this discussion, I don't even know how to start because it really started from how did your day go? And trust me to keep on going and going. And from one thing, it led to another. And then we're having a full discussion on different topics, but majorly centered around um, choosing the right partner and just ensuring that you choose with the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So because I, I'm not sure where to start from, I would like to start from like one of the numerous countless stories that had formed my mind about marriage like a very long time ago not very long actually let me not even lie to you this was what I was battling last year till like about earlier into this year so it's quite recent to be very honest so I used to be confused mention of the word submission and mind you submission is a biblical term so let me give you a backstory to all of this so i am an advocate against gbv and gbv is gender-based violence and i'm privy to hearing quite a lot of real scenarios real cases and i'm just like what in god's name is going on with people with the male gender <laughs> because you will hear these cases and you'll be like, I'm sorry, is this what you call a marriage? Is this what you you people are <laughs> suffering? This this is not submission, this is suffering. Okay, one of the many cases that you know baffled me is a young woman, she's currently I think in her thirties. She has three kids and she married this man. Before she married this man, she was a well-established woman, you know, career check. She was doing very good for herself, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, spirituality check, uh, everything. She was a complete package. And then she got unlucky. 
because that's the word to use, unfortunate rather, to get married to this man. This man is basically a liability. And if it was just a liability, I feel like that would have been better. So it's the kind of man that does not contribute financially to the home. In fact, he doesn't contribute in any way to the home because financially it doesn't give money. It doesn't work. So in the morning, he's sitting down um, in the sitting room watching TV and, you know, he's not contributing anything. He stopped his wife from working because he was threatened by her success. So now there is no income for the family. They are poor. And nobody's working. And by some magical way, food is expected to come to the table. Now, this woman has three kids for him. And she has partial stroke because he, he beats her and he molests her. And I think he also cheats on her. So all this compiled together caused a partial stroke because she's thinking a lot. She's She's going through so much. Now, a woman with partial stroke, she still has to take care of three kids and has a liability of a husband that still expects food on his table morning, noon, and night. And this man in her current state would still force her to have sex with him, basically raping her because that woman can't give consent. It's against her will. She's in an, an uncomfortable situation and you're making her do all of that. So. Honestly, you will see this woman say, ah, marriage is this, marriage is that. And you examine their marriage. And I'm like, so the marriage where the man is beating you, where the man is, is saying, is restricting who you are, is making you less of who God has created you to be. He's not allowing the full expression of you come out. It's what you are calling sweet marriage. Oh, how blessed is this marriage? And I'm like, nope. Mm-mm, mm-mm. If this is the definition of submission, I'm not going to be doing this with you guys. So it took the genuine, I feel like I'm saying too much, but let me let me just drive this point home. So it took genuine intentionality. I think it got to a point that I started crying that God, I don't want this. If this is marriage, I don't want it because it looks like constantly waking up daily to be stressed to be used to be to it just feels like slavery like there is no end to it honestly it feels like it feels like you know all the slave movies that you watch because you're constantly thinking of the suffering of the next day and i'm like god it seems like there is no ending to this there is no enjoyment in it i don't want I do not want it. So I had to contact my pastor. My pastor was like, you know what, let's work on this. And with prayers, with scriptures, I got better. And then I began to see godly relationships. I think this is where Moyo comes in because she was she was initially scared that that was my um, perception at the time. If I asked her that, oh no. We resolved it. We are better now. So, Moya, please go on. Thanks once again, my babe, for bringing me on here. It's a pleasure, and I'm so excited. I'm also very happy that we finally get to do this. It's long You're welcome. Yeah, so, firstly, I'm so excited and grateful to God that your 
perspective on this issue has changed and you are now beginning to see things in a positive light. Having all you said in mind, honestly, I feel like submission in itself is not as complex as people make it seem. Because in the Bible, there are systems and structures in place. The Bible says that husbands should love their wives as Christ loves the church. And then wives should also submit to their husbands. So basically, God is the head of Christ. Christ is the head of the man. And a man is the head of the wife. I think I was listening to Pastor Mildred Okonko's message. one of her messages. And she was like, she just sees and hears many girls of nowadays or many women of nowadays complaining about submission, blah, blah, blah. Especially how many feminists come for her and all. But she's just like, you people will marry rubbish and then complain about submission. But, but then if you actually pick a good spouse, if you pick a man who is God-fearing, and not just God-fearing, because these days everyone is God-fearing, a man after God's own heart, a man that will love you as Christ loves the church, a man that understands that he needs you to, he needs to treat you with understanding so his prayers will not be hindered, a man that literally just wants to do the will of God, he would love you and definitely who doesn't want to be loved if you're getting all this love and affection from a man definitely submission wouldn't even be a hard thing for you to do easily easily and willingly you would love to submit and besides the bible they even say that submit to all men submit to your own husbands Mm. so you have to submit to your own husband. And besides, let me just keep this in. Submission is not slavery. Marriage is not a is not some it's not like a do or die affair. It's a two-way thing. It's like serving each other. Do you understand? Yeah. Earlier, as we were speaking earlier this evening, if you remember how I was talking about how you know the way the devil has just tried to incorporate so many lies into the minds of women these days i was saying that when like basically kingdom marriages are a terror to the kingdom of darkness that is why the devil tries so hard these days to attack marriages because marriage is the basic unit of the society because the bible says that one shall chase a thousand and two shall chase 10,000. So definitely, if a man that is sold out for Christ and another woman that is sold out for Christ, they are merging together, becomes a kingdom marriage, burning for God, on fire for God. They are coming together as one. Definitely, they they become a terror to the kingdom of darkness. And that is what the devil is trying to prevent. Yeah. Yeah. So Honestly, I think I I listened to the same message. (laughs) But because of my funny brain, my interpretation in my head was like, if you go and submit to a rada radama, yama jeo, abio. That was my interpretation, and I think yeah. she mentioned something that uh, she's so glad that she picked a husband because then yeah. she was able to understand how much God loved her, and she has she has been treated like a baby girl, and I'm like God. God, I don't ask for much. Mm-hmm. I do not ask 
so much. I just want a man that loves you because honestly, the foundation is that a man that loves you, that loves God, rather, a man mm-hmm. that loves God would want to do what pleases God and Definitely. will understand that particular scripture that I just quoted. And for me, I feel like growing up, a part of that scripture was not quoted enough and it's the beginning part. You know, I feel like I didn't hear that part enough as a young lady growing up and that distorted my mind towards marriage a little. And I truly believe that is one of the techniques of the devil, making us blow out a particular part of the scripture and then we'll think we're emphasizing more on one particular part, just picking a part mm-hmm. that favors us. It's the, the part that I, I didn't hear enough was the part that says, um, men, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And then, you know, they would not say, women, <laughs> submit unto your husbands. Like so more emphasis. You get the and the word mm-hmm. submission was like atigbo. And you know, you're like, ah, submit. So wow, you will not have brain and common sense again. Interesting. <laughs> so they will say you do not believe anything other than what they've told you. Your husband mm-hmm. is the author and finisher of your life. You press your button, you say yes, sir, you do it. So in my mind, I'm like, mm-mm. No, because I, I think I believe that I'm quite strong-willed. So you know, I'm like, wow. So I cannot talk in my own house again. So I cannot raise an opinion. I won't be heard. So it felt like that was bondage in my head. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. this is not looking nice. And I'm glad. I'm truly glad for the exposition of light and the enlightenment of our minds you know, I don't want to yeah. say particularly new generation churches, but I feel like more light has been shed. And mm-hmm. thankfully, God is using people like Pastor Kinsley and Pastor Mildred Okonkwo to shed light into the whole um, kingdom marriage topic. Knowing from the beginning, from the scratch stage of being single and then growing into Okay, I think I'm I'm ready to to uh, you know start looking out for a partner. What to look out for? What qualities to look out for? All of those details. They are giving explicit messages on you know how to go about it the kingdom way, so that you will not eventually pick nonsense. Honestly, because that's not lie. It all boils down to your decision. You pick a man because your friends say, oh. It looks like a perfect fit for you. Ah, you guys will make a cute couple. And then you say, <laughs> ah, well, you do is tall. And I'm a tall five six. Handsome. So it's a six to so we'll make cute babies together. My dear. <laughs> no, oh, if it doesn't have the fear of God, oh, you would suffer, my love. Because cute babies is not warm. <laughs> Imagine you getting pregnant and he's pushing out those babies with punches and slaps. Mm. <laughs> oh, Lord. The thing is that no matter how much people suggest to you that a person will be good for you, if you, <laughs> if you do not consult God, if you do not consult God first, 
it will be hard for you to make the right choice. And the thing is that it will always be your choice. Even if you were pressurized to say, ah, say yes, say yes, say yes. All those nonsense proposals, they'll be shouting, say yes, say yes. Mm -hmm. The thing is that the say yes people, they won't be there when it's slapping your face. They won't be there when it's cheating on you. They won't be there. Absolutely you will tell them not. and they'll be, well, well, it's your cross now because you are married. It's too late. There is nothing we can do. You will complain to your to mother that you. forced the boy down your throat. He said, ah, boy, boy, oh my daughter, I'm such a gentle boy. I will make a good husband. But your mother would not always be there. They won't be the one married to the person. And then it will always boil down to your last choice. So, and I also believe that there, there were also people like, there are also people that used to be like me that had the mindset that turned their minds completely towards the idea of marriage. And they're like, you know, I just want to focus on my love for God. You see, this marriage thing is not for everybody. I will be like Apostle Paul and I will not marry. But the truth is that some of us, some, and I believe quite a number of us, are destined to get married, to have the kingdom marriage, not just because of ourselves, but because so we can lay an example for others and then to give birth to godly children. So I think this brings me to the other point because I feel like I, I had the... Deep, I had time to actually analyze the whole situation because I mean, if you look at this problematic man, the truth is that the signs have always been there, but we either do not see it. Permit me to use a Yoruba adage. You say, Asikekeri nothing pekai roko because interpretation means the Iroko tree, you cut it down from when it's young. If not, when it grows bigger and thicker, it will become <laughs> it will become something that you have to give sacrifices to. Because an Iroko tree is like I think the thickest or hardest tree. So it's very hard to cut down. So I feel like men, problematic men, always from when they are young, they always show signs. And this leads me to where parents come in, to where mothers come in. Moya, are you with me? Yes, I'm with you. On. Yeah. So, you know, as a young girl, you are raised to, mm -hmm. you know, be proper, be prim, be decent, know how to speak, know how to dress, mm -hmm. know how to do this, know how to do that. Prepare you know, there is so house. much drilling and training, especially if you are the first daughter. And I'm sure you can relate to that part. Absolutely. Well, thankfully, we're both first daughters. Honestly. So I feel like a lot of drilling is given into the female child. Not just in Africa. Majorly in Africa. Let's, let's use Africa and Nigeria as uh, a case study. And then the male child is just left alone with little or no training or drilling or discipline. And I strongly, really strongly do believe that that is wrong. Um, mm -hmm. Illustration of the Oroko tree and how these men yeah. usually always show signs from when they are small. Yeah, I strongly affirm everything you've said. And I feel as the next generation of 
parents coming in, we should try and do better. Yeah, yeah. like both. I feel like both the male and female children should be raised equally without bias. Not only the females belong to the kitchen. For example, I'm like yeah. when I become a mom by the grace of God, like. If I have a mixture of male and female children, I wouldn't say, okay, my female child should follow me to the kitchen while her brothers are in the living room playing video games or watching TV. Nope. Mm-hmm. Everyone is going to be involved in cooking, both male and female. Everyone is going to be involved in house chores. There has to be a balance because cooking is a basic life skill. <laughs> Everyone needs to cook so we can eat food right so definitely yeah so definitely both male and female children should be involved in activities in the house cooking cleaning just doing basic chores and i really just pray for like grace and strength to raise like for us to raise our children right to raise them well in the way of the lord because the bible says that we should train up a child in the way they should way go so that when they grow old, they would not depart from it. And that is mm. why it is really necessary and it is so important not to miss it in marriage, to pick the right partner. Because, I mean, shout out to all the women who are single-handedly raising their children. May God continue strengthening. Yeah. I think you are doing an amazing job. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. That is so like more strength, more empowerment from the Holy Spirit, to be honest, because it is not easy. But when you have two people coming together and you're both instilling these godly values in your children, as they grow old, it wouldn't depart from them. It leads to character building, personality development, and they just become better people in the society. Because look at it now, all these men out here, they all started as young boys. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like everything is like a background problem. It's like it's really, it starts from the background. It starts from the home. That's why mm-hmm. you really have to endeavor and just try and pray to God for direction and discernment in picking the spouse. Because like I said earlier, the marriage or the home is the basic unit of the society. Yeah. So I just feel like we really need to get it right from the foundation. Thank you. Also, I want to add further that you know that scripture that we initially quoted mm-hmm. um the one that says husbands love your wife as christ loved the church now taking it back for before a person becomes a husband you were first you know a baby let's start from yeah. there it was first a woman's baby or or a husband's husband and wife's baby yeah. And, you know, from your childhood, the kind of family that you were born into would influence you. Definitely. Now, furthermore, God help you, you are born into a godly home that, you know, they actually practice godly virtues. Then your parents raise you in the way of God, according to the scriptures. I promise you that any man that was raised that way and now loves God, you will never find it hard to obey that scripture. Affirmed. Do you get my point? Yep. You won't, you won't maybe a little uh, struggles here and there, but mm-hmm. it will be innate. 
because you were trained that trained. way. You have yeah. your wiring is towards that way. You've learned from home how to be caring, how to be loving, mm-hmm. how to pay attention to details, how to take to notice the simple things such as change in emotion, such as oh discomfort, such as you know, oh, does she need me to help her? Using your mm-hmm. initiative. You'll be human, caring. You'll be able to put yourself in her shoes. You would love because you've been wired that way. You were trained in the way of the Lord. And definitely, any child trained in the way of the Lord, you cannot be acting like something else that is not of God. You cannot. So honestly, it all boils down. Truly, it all boils down to family the basic unit of the society family you're complaining that the um, uh, men are being problematic and all of that you know what do better raise your son in a way that his wife would continue to pray for you even if she does not open her mouth to say prayers when she just looks at you she's like ah thank god for helping me marry this man and you think when she says that she's not saying a prayer for the mother that raised him but then a woman is looking at your son and she's like what happened to me was i bewitched when i married this man and you think all will be well with you when you did not raise your child well so in a way, I feel like I'm beseeching, I'm beseeching us, women, people, men as well, because honestly, even if you were raised wrong, you can always train yourself. You can, we are very adaptable to change. You are a believer. You know that your standard is the word of God. So if there is anything in your life that is not aligning with the word of God, yet start to build onto Christ so that you will become. You don't have an excuse and say, My background, my background. That excuse is not it does not suffice anymore. <laughs> okay, Moya. So I think we should end here, honestly, because if you leave me, I'll probably go on and on and on and we'll Maybe find something else to go. <laughs> Yeah. honestly so i think we should end here and then maybe we would record another so you guys should look forward to it <laughs> all right bye guys watch out for part two watch out for part two bye bye, bye.